funny. <laughs> we do this all the time today. It's weird, you know? If Autumn's sounding distorted, blame her, not me. I just want to... No. Yeah, because I've done everything I can on my end to fix it. It's clearly on your so end. So have I. This is what it sounded like previously. I don't sound distorted on my end, so maybe it's something else. Hold on. Ugh. What a horrible, terrible, Blech. terrible sound. Could you sit through a podcast like that? Because so many people put out podcasts with terrible <laughs> sound. I know. <laughs> I've list- I mean, something that's too loud like that and distorted, and then the other person being normal and therefore just in comparison kind of quiet, that would drive me nuts. I don't think I could. But I have listened to um, podcasts where like their mics weren't the right mics you know it wasn't the one in front of their face it was the one on their laptop or something so they all just sound like they're in a room and it still doesn't sound great i don't know what's happening but those podcasts that you were talking about where people have shitty sound uh, covid for whatever reason people started to accept bad sound shows were made with zoom and yeah and and and, uh quickly yeah people didn't give a shit like oh it's fine and if you're watching a movie, for example, you can get away with bad picture. I mean, if it's really awful, obviously it's going to take you out of it. But if you shoot it competently enough and you have bad sound or like in between scenes, it just cuts off or bad sound design where some <laughs> shits on a loop like oh, I'm outside. And then <laughs> it, I have the sound of birds and car traffic and the same truck keeps going by every minute and a half. You know, that shit can uh-huh. take people out of a movie immediately. It's a very underrated aspect to all of this sound. Nobody really thinks after watching a movie. Some people, some nerds are like, that was really good sound. Like, I kind of felt like that about Blade Runner 2049. But in general, most people don't think about the sound in movies too much. Uh, but Right, unless it's something bad. Yeah, unless it's shit. Right. Like, what the fuck was happening there? It sounded like a kindergartner chopped it together. Have you ever heard of Neil Breen? No, nerd. <laughs> He's a director, writer, actor, producer, also just architect. And in his his spare time, he makes movies and they're they're always like starring him and he's always like saving the world in some way. And his movies are so bad. So bad, but great bad. Is that what he's going for, though? Is he is he that? No. No, he's trying his best. Oh, it's like the room. Yes, but he's less of a character than Tommy Wiseau or whatever his name is. How much does that guy know? Wait. How much is that guy in on it? How much it? does he know? Yeah, how much is he in on it? I mean, it's like... Is oh, he... now he's in on it. But I still feel like it's it's like the person who was the butt of a joke and didn't really understand why. And they said, oh, okay, I'm just uh, going to pretend I know why now. But I still don't really know why. Everyone laughs at me. Yeah. Uh, I kind of agree. It seems like he enjoys the fame so much. So he doesn't really think too much about it. When the Oscars happened when the disaster artist came out what i don't remember was if it won something but for whatever reason uh what's his name was up on stage the guy who portrayed tommy in the movie who was now canceled yeah that guy spider-man's enemy who's who was his best friend name's franco yeah franco 
uh, he was on stage. I remember Tommy tried to work his way up onto the stage and (laughs) And he told him, he's like, stay there. Yeah. It's like, no, no, don't come up here. Stay the fuck away. Don't leave everyone alone. Nobody wants your antics tonight. I liked the disaster artist. I don't mind James Franco as an actor. I have no thoughts on James Franco as an actor. I just know yeah, that he was canceled. He was a sex pest. <laughs> is, that, is that what he was? I think so, wasn't it? I don't know, talking to people who were too young or something. Some of the sexual misconduct allegations. He had a master class called Sex Scenes. Two women said Franco subjected them to uncomfortable and unprofessional conditions while he was a teacher. Maybe he was pushing them to get good, uh, good performances. That's what I'm saying, sex pest. Or maybe. Oh, you're saying you think he was innocent and he was just trying to get them to do a good sex scene. <laughs> Could be. Uh, you you overmodulated again. Ew. I don't know. I did. It just auto adjusted. Oh yeah, it went up. Fucking unbelievable! The computer thinks it knows what's best. This is the beginning I of know. everything. I decide what the good levels are for the input, not you. You don't tell me what to do. You tell me what to do, and I'm going to ignore it, and I'm going to auto adjust. And speaking. All right, of- I'm going to put in. I'm going to disable auto enhancements and see. You're an idiot. So here's a bunch of settings that I'm going to do. Turn this on. Auto and en- auto enhancement. Fuck it. I don't know why this is happening now. Fuck it. Welcome to one topic where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. You think that's funny making light of the situation you're speaking well, quiet yeah, because if you speak loudly for whatever reason your mic will distort and the auto adjust is happening and we can't come to a solution and you try to make light of it this is a very serious situation and you come in with that Ugh. introduction with a soft voice you're going to do the whole show like that no i will continue i will go forth and be loud when i need to be loud as you were trying to fix your mic, I was placing my bets on FanDuel. Oh, yeah. What bet? What betting are you doing? <laughs> I was bored yesterday. And I, you know, the long 4th of July weekend, you got four days off. And uh, what am I supposed to do with all of that time? So I laid on the bed and I thought, what can I do with this time? And I, <laughs> yeah. and I downloaded FanDuel. Which is big business, these these sports betting apps, which I know people have been talking about them for a long time. Uh, they were made legal in New York more recently than other places. There was a lot of regulation put into place. And I'm not a big fan of losing money. We've discussed this before. We did that show on the casino. Right. Gambling came up. But I thought, it's $25. No big deal. And because it was a Sunday yesterday and because it's July, there aren't many sports going on. Baseball is pretty much the only sport. There's other things like weird CONCACAF soccer games that I could have. What is the word you just said? CONCACAF. That's the. uh, What's that? (laughs) That's that's the. uh, I don't know if you would call it a a division. It's confederation. Okay. Like the United States, it's in the, it's a league, I guess is what it is. The United States is in the CONCACAF league. 
which is the oh confederate the confederation of north central america and caribbean association football wow football so things like the world cup when the teams are trying to make it into the tournament the united states has to play all the teams in concacaf maybe not all the teams but th- there's a way that there's a point system within there so they're playing the teams in this league and then the top teams from that league advance to the world cup Whereas Europe has its own, I don't know the names of all of these. Point is, with FanDuel, I could have bet on some CONCACAF games like Guadalupe versus Guatemala. Okay. And I said, I don't know, I don't know shit about that. So it's baseball. And because it's Sunday, most of the games were day games, meaning they were all already over because this was 6 p.m. at night. And the only game left to come was the Mets versus the Giants. And I thought, what the fuck? Why not? And I bet some money on the Mets. To win. Wow. And wouldn't you know it? They won. I bet $10 on the <gasps> Mets. And then I did weird. You can bet on fucking everything. It's absolutely insane. No wonder people get wrapped up into this thing and sink down into a deep pit of financial despair. <laughs> because there are things like first pitch of the bottom of the first inning. Will it be a strike? Will it be a ball? Is it going to be a single? Maybe a double, a triple, or a home run? You can bet on that. So. Wow. And people scour. I know they scour over all the details, all the stats, because baseball has millions of stats. Everything is laid out, and people look for trends. And, it, and baseball, ultimately, yes, there's their skill. And some people have more skill than others, and that skill can translate on the field, and you can be a better team. But it's still fucking luck. That's why bad teams can beat good teams in baseball sometimes several games in a row because there's a a big element of luck still in baseball. And I just arbitrarily pick some shit. It's like, oh, this inning, fifth inning, first pitch of the top of the inning will be a ball. And it was. And then I won like $8. Weird. That is a random bet. I won like $8. But overall, I I bet $25 on different bets and I ended the day with $32. And you know how that goes. (gasps) Meaning, oh, what'd you do? Meaning, wow, I just made some money, even if it's only $7. That's great. Uh-huh. This is amazing. And you feel good. You're going to bet more. And uh, so I was trying to figure out my bets for the day. On some Major League Baseball games. I could always bet on the Braves, but the Braves are playing the Guardians, who are below 500 by a game. Braves expected to win, so if I just did a straight up bet on the Braves <laughs> not doing I'm not doing this spread I'm just saying the Braves will win if I bet ten dollars yeah. I would only okay. win I would only win seven dollars because the Braves are expected to win wait so you would just pay two dollars to play no if I if I bet ten dollars I would win seven yeah meaning so it's I, less than what you put in well you get 17 I'd make seven dollars oh I see what you're saying okay got it no, you wouldn't lose money if you if you wanted. So I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You get your ten dollars back and you get seven dollars on top of it. Look, I, I don't this thing is so intricate. I don't even pretend to understand all the different types of bets and all the things you can bet on and all the sports. Like I'm thinking about uh November, for example, when you've maybe October is a better example because you still got baseball, so you've got the baseball playoffs, NFL has started. NBA, uh, hockey, 
I, I, I can see getting lost in this. And there, there are people who somehow, I, I think, they at least present themselves as understanding it all. Because you can do parlays where it's like, I'm going to bet on the fucking, I don't even know how to explain it because there's endless things you could bet on. But a parlay is, the simplest terms is there are several baseball games today. I could bet on the Cubs, the Braves, the Astros, and the Twins uh, and in one bet. And because you're betting on four teams, if you bet on all of them to win, it kind of compounds and your bet goes further. So... Whereas a $10 bet would get me $7 if the Braves won. If I bet on all those teams to win and they all won, then I could win $100. But, oh, that, okay. I got you. But they would all have to win. So right. if three of those teams won and one lost, you're done. And you can do shit like that with individual players. This player will get uh, a single in tonight's game. They'll hit a home run. Wow. They'll have a total of three or more bases, meaning they could get a single. And then if somebody... See, I don't even know the rules. If 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 they're on first and somebody gets a hit and they advance two bases, does that count as two bases for them or is it only when they're at the plate? So if they're going to get three bases or more, does it have to be when they're batting? So they get a, a double, a single. I don't fucking know. I have no fucking clue. This is poison. I should stay away from it. It's absolutely insane. That, that I knew you would like it. You yeah. Should, I mean, when football comes back, I'm planning on betting. I'm going to ask my friend's son who won, or helped, or who ran my um, fantasy league last year and uh, I won. And so I'm going to ask him, you know, different things I should maybe place bet, bets on. And uh, Where are you going to bet? Are you going to the sports book at the casino or are you going to get one of these apps? Or are you just going to do it amongst friends? No, I'll probably do it on the app. I don't, do you have money? Gambling. Obviously. I don't have money to gamble. <laughs> yes. People get into trouble with gambling. The rule is have it be money that you, I don't want to say don't mind losing because who doesn't mind losing money, but you can afford well, to when lose. You're, when you gamble, when I, when I gamble, I do it and I say, I don't mind losing this money. I don't love losing that money. But I also can say like, well, I had the time I wanted to have. And then if I win, then that's just like, isn't this fun? This is so much fun. Can you afford? But if I lose, it's like, well, oh, well, I had a, I had a time. Is it? Oh, well, I can't pay my electric bill now. No, it's not that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend money I don't have. Like, I wouldn't spend money that I put aside for rent. I'm never going to be able to retire, so I'll be a Walmart greeter. <laughs> Both those things, uh, nobody's ever well, going to retire, and Walmart greeters don't exist anymore. I think they phased them out. Yeah, I think so, too. And maybe they have the person that checks your receipt at the end more than <laughs> than greeting you. <laughs> more like, don't steal. But, that, that's the new thing, yeah, yes. Uh, nobody's going to retire, so what am I missing out on? That's the new thing. Let me see your receipt. i got to check every item in the cart. 116 <laughs> items doesn't matter. I'm going through each and every one. <laughs> yeah. And then it ends up being like a person of color that's getting checked. And they say like, you didn't check these people. And then it turns into a whole thing. As the white person, you just walk out with all your stolen goods. I did the self checkout. Right. All those sodas on the bottom of the cart. I didn't scan those fucking things. 
didn't. I conveniently forgot they were there. I guess something needs to be done since all of these stores have so much theft. It, I go to the Target now and everything is locked up. You want to get deodorant, it's locked up. You want to get laundry oh, really? detergent, it's locked up. You have to press a button and you wait for someone to come, which makes... For deodorant? Yes. Wow. It's, a, it's an item that people steal. For whatever reason. Is deodorant overpriced? There's been times if I get a stick of deodorant, it's $7. I think it's overpriced. If it's $4, that feels about right. I don't remember what it is at Target, but I think that there are people who steal in bulk or they just take several trips and they they accumulate all the stolen goods and then they sell them on the street like the sock man. Has he? Is that where he gets his socks? I don't know. <laughs> stolen from Walmart or Target? I shouldn't make any accusations against the sock man because I don't know for sure. Uh-huh. It's a strange thing to decide to get into business for. I've got a bunch of socks that I put on a table under a tent on the side of Moreland Avenue. Huh? Yeah, and it's and yeah, and that's your business. So who, I'm just gonna always sell socks. Who am I to question? And I can't, I can't say I understand the inner workings of that business. I don't know his supply chain. I'm not going to. And like no one's saying like, hey, I need socks. I'm not going to go to a store. I'm going to go to the guy on the corner. Maybe they are. I guess he's closer if you live nearby. He has a good deal. He really needs socks right now. If if you know he's there and he has a good deal, you'll possibly go and do it. But who's trying to save money? Like whose sock budget is like too high and they need to figure out. (laughs) Spend less on socks. If I knew he had good selection, socks. if I knew he had good selection, I'd go. I'm not opposed to the sock man. And bringing him up has sent us on this tangent, uh, making the comparison of the person who sells the stolen deodorant and laundry <laughs> detergent on the street corner on the Lower East Side. Uh, maybe the two, uh, or maybe the, the sock man is completely legit. So, you know, I back off my original okay. statement a bit, but I do know that these people sell this. And you go to the store and you don't want to wait for that. So what it drives you to Amazon. Like I'd rather wait for a delivery than wait for a person to come unlock a case and sigh and roll their eyes because I'm annoying (laughs) them while they're at work. And I get that what they have to do is annoying and that your job of unlocking cases because people are fucking thieves. I also understand the hypocrisy there considering I will steal things at the (laughs) register and only here and there. I don't steal in bulk. But it's not lost on me. But I get it. Nobody wants that job ultimately. But it's not my fault. You're the one who set up the system. I don't want to play in the system. So don't, don't at me. Uh, who are you yelling at? Exactly. Who is this person that's judging you? Nobody's is judging it me. The, no, the person who works at the store who's annoyed because you need to press the button to get the deodorant out. They walk up. <laughs> They fucking don't like they act like I they're didn't follow your story. They act like <laughs> they're they act like they're bothered. Like anyone else in any other business. You go to the restaurant, you sit down. Oh my fucking god, you're here. You're here. This is what the servers act like. So I don't go Who to restaurants. Does that? Nobody does that. Yeah, that you can sense it. You sense it. There used to be <laughs> That's your own neuroses. There used to be a pride in serving people their food. People uh-huh. used to take real ownership of that. 
It's a dynamic I never. I served food last night. It was a dynamic I never appreciated. I never liked it. I didn't like the power structure of it. That's why I didn't go to restaurants outside of the inflated costs and ungodly amounts of butter and salt. Uh, those are, that's a big reason I didn't go because I didn't like people serving me. But now if you do go, I at least want the people to pretend that they're okay serving me because, again, it's something that's not in my control. I'm not asking for this dynamic. It's the way you set it up. I have to fucking play in it. So don't make me feel like a piece of shit and a bother like I'm imposing on you because I'm, I'm sitting down. Who's making down. you feel that way? All these people. It? All these. You go anywhere and you ask for help. You need. Like, I don't even want help. I never ask. And, Sir, can I help you? find? No, I, you can't help me find anything. I find it on my own. And if I can't find it, I'll do a look up online for the specific Target store and I'll t- it'll tell me what aisle it's in. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I'm competent. I'm capable. And then the moment something comes up because they've set up all these roadblocks or they've they've structured something in a way where you have to operate like sitting down at a table. I'd be happy to go to the window at a restaurant. The The bell rings. Ding, ding. I'll walk up and get my own plate of food. I don't fucking mind. But I'm not allowed to do that. So the person serving you rolling their eyes that you're there in the first place. I don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never had that experience at a restaurant, but I'm also not trying to get into the mind of everyone that is serving me just because of this like weird power dynamic that exists. I shouldn't be serving. I should be getting a Nobel Prize already. People need to recognize, and I, I can't believe I'm stuck here serving the likes of you. You're probably the only person who Honestly, enjoys... Honestly, though, Greg, for real. What? You're probably the only person who enjoys serving. No, but I'm, I'm serious. Is this really what you think is happening in the server's head? There's a lot of that going around these days. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I do love, like, being a waitress. I don't love the uh, hours or all of the extra stuff you have to do, like rolling silverware or something. <laughs> but uh, the actual just like interacting with tables and getting them stuff, like I'm into it. I think it feeds my uh, probably uh, destructive in my everyday life, but my like coping mechanism, you know, where it's like I get instant feedback. I get to, I don't know, sort of be who you want me to be. <laughs> and then I get, and then you love me for it. And then I, yeah, it's like I, I get to play in the unhealthy way that kind of messed up my life a little bit. But it's only short term and it's not affecting my, the rest of my future. It's just with this table, I get to, you know be a little toxic to myself and it feels really good and I'm really good at it. You went deep into a fucking hole there. You didn't follow me (laughs) previously. You didn't follow me previously. I didn't follow you there. Being a good server. I understand. Okay. So yeah, there's instant feedback. You're able to give people the things they want. It makes them happy they smile and give you a big tip or say, oh, my God, thank you. You get the instant yeah. feedback that makes you feel good. But then you went into toxic and things that fucked you up in life. Yeah. And, I, and I, I can take what you're saying in the serving situation. 
extrapolate that onto your life, understand that interacting that way in relationships, not just romantic, just all relationships, over time, it erodes your being and sense of autonomy. But what the fuck? (laughs) It's not not bad to serve. No, but it's so much more than that because you have to read the table you have to be what they want you to be you know like if you want to if you're going to be the person that is like invisible the invisible server you know because the two people are having a time together and they don't want really to interact with you you have to read that you can't ask them like what kind of server do you want me to be you know you got to figure it out yourself and then if you if they want you to be like really fun and like recommend things for that you know you got to figure that out in the moment and i'm really good at knowing that just intuitively i don't see how the dabbling in this is toxic though in any way oh it's not i'm saying i'm saying that the way that i would use my skills in life ended up not being very healthy for me as a person as an, someone who's trying to change and like have a range of feelings and emotions that are difficult or whatever. But when it comes to these small interactions at a table, I get to forget all of that and I get to go back into a way that feels familiar and also r- rewarding in a lot of ways. So it's good. It's a good outlet. And the point of all this is you shouldn't gamble <laughs> money that you can't afford to lose. <laughs> True. You shouldn't. <laughs> That's the moral of this whole discussion. Yes. So when when football season comes around, yes, dog, correct. That's my sentiment exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't. Oh, I will. These things existing, this, 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 at your fingertips, betting. Ultimately, people are responsible for themselves. Yeah. And so I don't think I'm going as far as saying it shouldn't exist, but it's wild to me. The, the, before you had to at least get up, you had to go to a casino. Right. You, there took, it took more effort. You had to, to find an illegal bookie. <laughs> you had to call that bookie. Uh, if you, they, they, they could front you. And if you didn't have the money and you lost and then you owed them, then they break a couple bones and lesson learned. Fandle ain't going to do that, but they're not going to let you place bets and let you have the money. But they allow credit cards. You can use credit cards to fund your account, which I think, though, apparently some of the cards, this is on the financial institution. They won't consider it like a cash advance. And somehow it's marked as going to a gambling site. Because at first yesterday I tried to use a credit card for $25 and it said no. So maybe not all the cards allow you to do it. But if you can find one that does, you can get in some real trouble. Yeah, that's really scary. But ultimately, that's... you're right. Like the the lack of effort that it could take to really sink into something destructive, if that's your vice, it's really scary. (laughs) Ultimately, it's on the person. I do believe that. But there's another side to this where there's... uh, some responsibility and maybe it's not it's not even responsibility no one's responsible to do anything it would just be nice if the other side said look i see what's happening here you've you've taken that so i'm done i'm not gonna i'm not taking any more of your money because i can't feel good about sending you deeper into the shithole that you find yourself in like 
business ethics, which is pretty tough for gigantic businesses to have ethics. It's like the drug dealer who at some point realizes that I don't know how they make this distinction. I've heard stories of this. I read the stories of this. I didn't hear them. But like on Reddit, I've come across this where drug dealers have cut people off. Like, now you're done. You've, you're, you're in a bad spot, which is interesting since to begin with, somebody is obviously abusing drugs. And if they're coming to you several times a week, you know. Right, you know what's up. But then. And you know the drug they're, you're selling them. Yeah, but then at some point, some point like, uh-uh, you've gone too far. I'm cutting you off. Well, I mean, if you supply too much to someone and they die, you've lost a customer. So I guess <laughs> think about it like that. I don't think that matters to a lot of drug dealers these days. With fentanyl. Yeah, they got plenty of people. I guess they don't know. If you're not doing the cutting yourself, you don't know that you're killing your customers, but the fact that so many people are dying with the influx of fentanyl, which has killed the heroin market. Yeah. Like heroin. There's somebody that um, at the bar I go to there, some friend of theirs died because he was doing drugs and it had fentanyl in it. Heroin's done. It doesn't have as much value as it used to. People are now at this point wanting fentanyl. And I guess yeah, people are fentanyl addicts. I guess if you know what you, it's just that that margin with fentanyl is so much smaller, it feels, where even if you know the amount you need to take and you can regulate that a bit, you don't really know what the fuck you're getting. And it was always the same with heroin, but I feel as though there was a wider margin of safety, for lack of a better term. Like, oh, well, I took more than I usually do, but that ain't going to kill me. Where right. fentanyl, it's such a small amount more could be an overdose. Well, and I was always so confused with fentanyl because remember when it first came out and the only way we were hearing about it was like a police officer would like look at it and then they would die or get really sick or something. And it was like, but wait, how are people doing it? Well, if you're already addicted and you have a tolerance, you can do it. An amount that would kill another person is not going to kill you. Yeah, but what if you just, I don't understand how like you could be on heroin and then start doing a little fentanyl. Is it because fentanyl and heroin are the same-ish? And so you're kind of, it's like a lateral move. I mean, they're same-ish. Yeah. Yes, but you weren't, you didn't have the choice quite often up front. They were just replacing right. heroin with fentanyl because it was cheaper for them and easier. Like there was a whole process in creating heroin and fentanyl, you just get the shipment from China which the Chinese government says, oh, no, we don't want our factories making fentanyl. No, 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 we'll look into it. Meanwhile, they're probably funding the factories. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that there's payback for uh, the sure. uh, all the opium addicts that were created because of uh, the British. British, Americans, it's the same thing as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And, and I think now, like, hey, how do you like it? We're, we're flooding your country with fentanyl. We're not going to do anything to stop it, even though we're going no. to say that we will. We're making money. But we're at the point where that's what exists. It's all there is. I don't, I, I, my old neighbor who sold heroin, last time I saw him, he said, I still have a direct line to heroin. I sell it to people. I feel as though I'm doing a service. Which. What do you mean? Does he mean like keeping people from not getting sick? No, he's keeping people from fentanyl because he's oh. able to provide them with actual that's heroin. Some, that's some 
that's some weird mental gymnastics he's doing to feel okay about what he's I agree, but somewhere wrong. somewhere in there there is a truth to that. There is. If it's yeah, if it's difficult it's, to find no. heroin these days and he can get pure heroin, not cut with shit, and he yeah. can give that to people, and then they know what they're getting and they're not going to die because of it. Yeah, there's there's something in there. I yeah. agree that it's a, it's a stretch. That's just some addict thinking, I think. So the point is, don't spend money that you can't afford to lose. Okay. What are you even going to bet? I don't know. 50 bucks? I mean, you're going to bet you're going to bet on the coin toss? No, I'm going to I'm going to ask for this kid who's like, you know, 11 or 12. That's a, that's a lot to put on a kid. What if it, what if he gives you advice and you lose? That's fine. No, somewhere, I'm fine with losing. Somewhere inside, you're going to blame that kid. You're like, you fucking piece of shit. No, no. We'll be like, whatever. It's fine. But I really, but he's, he, you know, kids got a lot of time, especially when they're really into something. They spend a lot of time doing that thing. So they look, so he, he knows like all the stats of every player and like, that's how he won fantasy. I'm sure there's a fantasy league that you can put money down on within these, right. these fucking things, but that's too long. Are you it's like too long of a bet? I want to do like games. That's what I'm asking. So he knows fantasy, but what are you going to bet on? Just having stats is fine. I don't know. Are you going to bet on games straight up? Are you going to bet on spreads for games? Are you going to bet on you can bet on the coin toss? That's why I brought that up. Right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to bet on the coin toss because that's too much chance, you know, and it's 50 50. So it's not even like that much fun. It's like roulette, red or black, odd or even. Not quite 50-50, especially not, with the... Because they have those double zeros. And then the, the American table has double zeros. Before it just used to be one zero. Oh, really? Yeah, greed drove the double zero. Man, it's <laughs> lower the chances a little bit more. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You can bet I don't know. On... I just think it'll be fun. And I feel like because he, he's, he knows more and I trust that... I don't know. He'll make... You're putting a lot on him is all I'm saying. You're going to say, right. you're gonna you're say right. choose the bets for me? Like you can bet uh, on a quarterback to throw a certain number of yards or to throw a certain number of touchdowns. Or No, see, I, see that stuff, no, that stuff is too much speculation. I'd be fine with just either beating the spreads or winning or losing straight up. Then you don't really need the stats. You can just ask the kid. You don't even need the kid for that. I do, because I don't know anything about any teams. Can, I know nothing. I don't read. know who's playing. I don't know how good they are or how, if they're injured or whatever. I have no clue. You can read a bit, though. A bit, no, I fine, don't Fine, lean on the kid. kid. You can lean on the kid, sure. Yeah. I don't care enough about the game. Like, I don't... It would be torture to have to read fucking, like, Josh Allen has a twisted ankle. Like, <laughs> you could read five minutes and see who's who's... Supposed to win the game. I'll ask the kid. <laughs> All right. I'll read that. I'll read that text from him. <laughs> That's what I'll read. Looking at the betting for this Braves game today, uh -huh. I could bet on uh, will there be two or more hits in the first inning? Wow. Which team so will weird. Which team will hit the first run? Uh, first pitch, top of first. First pitch, bottom of first. It's always talking about will it be a ball, a strike? Uh, single. Uh, you can do the first inning result, first inning total runs. 
First inning over under half a run. That is so crazy. Race that to th- is so many little itty bitty little things. Race to three runs. Which is the know? is the batter gonna you know jump off of home plate with his right foot or his left foot? I'm surprised they haven't gotten to that point yet. How many seconds will the batter take to get back into the batter's box after the third pitch of the fifth inning second batter is thrown? Yeah, exactly. Who's tracking all of this? Yeah, and is someone having to put that in manually into like the fan duel system and then it distributes the winnings? Or is it just automatic or something? It's all automatic and then it goes back to your account. Hmm. Look, it's very tempting. You play in small amounts of money, and it's kind of fun. Some people, I guess, find large amounts of money to be fun. I wouldn't. Even even this, it says your first bet's guaranteed up to a thousand dollars. Meaning, if you bet if you bet a thousand dollars up to a thousand dollars, you lose. They'll credit. I mean, I didn't read all the fine print because I didn't care that much, and who knows what the catch is. But they'll credit your account. You can't withdraw the money at that point. So if you bet a thousand dollars, you lost, and then they put a thousand dollars back in your account. It's not money you can take out, but it's it's credits to oh. use for betting at that point. And even right. even I is like, I don't know, no, no. My first bet will be ten dollars. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if if you want to refund my ten dollars if I lose, great. But I'm not getting in that deep. Cause I don't trust. Ultim- no, I, I would that would be scary. And I understand that refunding you a thousand dollars there's a hook it keeps you around maybe you leave and never come back if you lose a thousand dollars whatever the fuck it is there's some psychology and they've hired people to look into it and like it's worth this to us who knows what they're raking in a year just got to be so much money well all of the you know the casinos and basically you know FanDuel's a casino they all make money they all make a ton of money that's how they do it. FanDuel. Except for me. Except from me. Because I won 100 bucks, and then I didn't try and make 200 bucks. I left with my $100. That's the way to do it. Yep. FanDuel handled $23.5 billion in wages last year. And they made $2 billion. So they're handling a lot of money. They made $2 billion. That's a lot. It is a lot. It's wild. I mean, there's some corporations that make a lot more than that, but it'll continue to grow, I assume, as more states allow it and more people like me are bored because it's a long 4th of July weekend. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Okay, I'm going to look at FanDuel. If I had money, I'd do it. It'd be fun. Well, you're going to do it. it I shouldn't even bring this up to you. No, I'm going to do it with football. I had already decided I was going to do it with football. Which is a safer bet, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Because it's, like I said, and I'm not going to bet on the weird chance things. I'm going to bet on something that comes with some knowledge behind it. <laughs> it's it's more likely in football that the better team wins. Right. Baseball really is a crapshoot. Why? It's just the way baseball is. It's mostly a game of failure. Like a person who's considered a good hitter at, with a 300 average, it means they don't get a hit 70% of the time. So even when you're really good, you're still failing 
Interesting. I never thought of it like that. Well, baseball lasts too long. There's like a too many games. It goes on for a billion years. Like how often, like, do they have two months off a year? Well, if you don't make the playoffs, you have October, November, December, January. You go back to uh, spring training in, in February. So four like, months? You have like four and a half months off. If you go to if you go to the World Series, you got three and a half months off. Too many games. It's worth baseball if you're It'd going. It's like six games a week. If you're going to do baseball, it's worth finding a team that's supposed to be good and betting throughout the season because then mm-hmm. you'll probably make money. If you're picking a game randomly, this is what I say, uh, what I mean when I say that baseball is the difficult sport to bet on is if you just pick a random game, the, the better team has an edge to win, but any fucking team can win any game mm-hmm. in baseball. The worst team in the league has a better chance of winning than say in football where the worst team in the league is not going to be the best team in the league. It's like, okay, that could happen, but those chances are much, much, much lower. So it's more of a crapshoot with baseball. Yeah. Baseball's annoying. And those side bets, they're kind of fun. If you throw $2 at it, you're like, Oh, this weird bet that. Yeah, that's true. I'm into the idea of just for funsies, little bitty monies. What do you make? You'll make $2 back? Well, if some, you bet two bucks? Something like this uh, uh, first pitch of the bottom of the third inning. Uh huh. If you bet $2 and it's a home run, which is probably not going to happen on the first pitch. It does sometimes happen, but the first pitch of the inning being a home run, uh, it's not a, a common thing. So, right. okay. So if you bet $2, I bet you get like $70. Fun. So that's why it's tempting. But those $2 bets obviously add up for them, and they're keeping most of them because the home run's not normally happening. So you win the $70 once, and what a fucking blue moon, whatever that means. (laughs) What is that? What do you mean? Oh, you're saying the blue moon. Sorry, I thought you were... You're, was a, I don't know what is going on with your brain today. I know. It's about as muffled as your mic. Sorry. I it the it's cutting in and out a little bit sometimes, so I kind of miss something. No. Oh. Is it me? Is it is it No, it must be something's going on on my end. Maybe my internet's funky or maybe I need to restart my router. No, I, I meant is it the way I'm speaking? I mean, I, maybe I'm not speaking in clear terms. Maybe I'm just a babbling buffoon. <laughs> maybe it's a combo. Something's off. You slept yeah. late. You slept till 11 a.m. I know. It was awesome. How late did you work? Uh, Like 11. But we closed at 8. We were really, really busy last night. Oh, that's uh, that sounded early to me. But that's late. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't close at 8. I'm sorry. We closed at 9. But still, it's a pretty late night for closing that early. <laughs> What did you make? Uh, after tip out, two hundred. It's mm, pretty good. When's the gas you spent to get there? Oh, I don't know. It's only like, you know, twenty-five minutes away. Twenty minutes away. What does gas cost these days? <laughs> I don't know. I never look. Is it like three fifty or something? I don't know. It's different in different states. What is it for you? I have no clue. Yeah. 
I don't, but that's because I don't drive enough. I have a car, and the last time I put gas in it was probably Mother's Day. Oh, wow. Which I need to probably put gas in it and drive more because having gas sit in your tank isn't. Yeah, it goes bad. That's what <laughs> that was always bothering me when I was watching The Walking Dead and they'd come upon a car and they just like get in it and drive it off. I'm like, no, that gas is fucked. And like, that's what bothered you about The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, that and nobody died from bullshit like blood poisoning that people would definitely die from because there was like no way to get medicines and things. I like that. That's what bothered you, too. <laughs> not the bad writing and terrible storytelling well <laughs> i had to accept that <laughs> the other things i could not accept that show's still fucking going on like is it? I, no it's not well, the original is gone but i, I fear the walking oh, the dead fear the, people really liked the fear of the walking dead though i guess they're in new york now somehow they work their way across the country oh 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 because they were in california right that's where it started, from right. what I know. I never watched mm-hmm. it. I didn't either. Regular gas has a shelf life of three to six months. Fuck. I got to get driving. Oh, you should. Because we're at, yeah. Diesel cannot last up to a year. Remember when diesel engines were the big thing several years ago? It's like, yeah, get a diesel. Diesel's the way to go. Diesel's the future. Why? Diesel engines, I guess, require less maintenance. There, uh, there are less emissions with diesel. I don't even understand. Like, the, can I put the high grade gas in my car? You can put the high grade in your car. Yes, as long as it's regular unleaded. Don't put diesel in your car. Oh no, no, I know. But what's the point of using higher grade gas? Performance. Really though? <laughs> Is it though? Because that Kia, that box Kia. Yeah. And that's a, what is it? It's a, it's a higher octane. It's really for more high performance engines. With your car, it doesn't matter. And yeah. I, I don't think it matters much with other cars to higher performance engines when you're driving around. If you're taking to the racetrack or something, fine. I guess, yeah. There's better, there's, I don't get it. There's better combustion... Uh, so you can really maximize what your engine can give you. I, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's weird. It's real weird. I don't understand these things. I don't understand why they exist. Like How, somebody who, at, at gas stations, like why? I guess if you have, it just seems like it shouldn't be at every single gas station that you should, and every single pump you have the better whatever the higher grade gas how many people are actually using it there are people who take it seriously that subaru wrx i had Uh back in the day it said to only put in the premium gasoline it was a turbo engine yeah i didn't did you listen to it no i didn't have any fucking money no i bought a house in cabbage town that really was relatively cheap hundred ninety two thousand dollars if you could get that these days that would be a fucking steal but when you're making $38,000 a year, your mortgage payment, your taxes, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the, the mortgage, actually, I guess there were two mortgages because I did an 80-20 split because I had Oof. no money for a down payment. But all in, I feel as though it was like $1,300 a month, which isn't bad. No. But 
I went from paying $814 a month at $1660, which I thought was a lot of money, to 13 And I eventually got a roommate, but for a bit I didn't have a roommate, so I couldn't put the supreme gas in there, even though I was, you know, making so much fucking money working full-time air shift at 99X, $38,000 a year. I'd even try to negotiate. You know, they offered me that, and I just said, okay. Well, you didn't know, and that was the whole point, was selling bad loans to people who did not understand what they were getting. Well, I'm, I'm talking about my salary at 99X. You're, you're right in the, that front, too, with the lenders. Right. But I was talking about 99X. They said, we'll give you $38,000 to work this shift. And I said, oh, oh, I see. I said, okay. To me, I, I came from making fucking Clear Channel was paying me $16,000 a year. And Eric was giving me $110 a week on top of that. I wasn't yeah. making that much. How the fuck did I even afford $814 a month or whatever it was? It's uh, $1660. I have no yeah. clue. I have no clue. I, don't, I, I look at my rent now and I'm like, how do I afford this? We just got a new lease. He raised it $100, $3,500 a month. Fucking Wait, $3,500? He raised it $100. Oh, I see. Damn. Well, 100 bucks isn't too bad. And it's three percent when you're talking thirty four hundred. It's a three percent increase. That's like okay, that's not so bad. But yeah, paying that now. Now, granted, I'm splitting it, but yes, still thirty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, that's great. I was working fifteen hours a week also, and somewhere in my mind that factored in. I was like, well, I'm not even working that much. Yeah. Should have asked that's, for more. That's what factors in when I think about when I um, think about what I make, and then I try and justify it. I'm like, well, hmm, only work. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Don't that's don't who don't justify anything. I know I shouldn't. Fuck these companies. You do the same exact job. Does anyone else on that show justify it? Do they say I only work? Uh, I know there's the podcast and shit on top of it. So what? I I work twenty hours a week. <laughs> So yeah. it's okay for them not to pay me a lot? When there's no, other... I, I agree. But I also, it's just something I do. And like Tim and I do the same job and I guarantee he makes more than me. Yeah, of course he does. And he also has a salary. He's not part-time and he's got benefits and he's... Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't have any of that. Yeah, honestly, just, I mean, me looking around for a job, I'm hoping that I can, I'll go to them and say, like, someone else has offered me something. Please keep me. I don't think it's going to work. Really? You could try it, but the way they treat you, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think that they care. They let me go? I think they say, okay, that's sad. You would think they used at the beginning, oh, Tim's got a name in the market. Well, at some point, he didn't have a name, and he established that name. And maybe that was true when you first started. But yeah, after true. 10, nine, it's a nine years at this point, nine goddamn years. It's like, I've got a name. It's established. Mm-hmm. No one ever told me that that was the reason. Like, no one ever, I never asked about like what Tim was making, what anything. It was, I found out later. So I don't know. I never, I never heard the excuse that, well, Tim is an established name or whatever. It's fucking I just gross. Whatever, but it's I'm gross. not doing that anymore. It's it's yeah. 
But I, I really don't think that they would say, Oh, no, please, no, stay. Like, all right. I mean, that's, that's a shame, but do what you got to do. It's not, doesn't mean it's not worth trying. Yeah. But then it's embarrassing if I stay. <laughs> it's like, oh, she has no teeth. <sighs> I know. Overall, maybe, look, maybe the show won't resign and then that'll just solve the problem for everyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then. Great. Then, makes- then Tim's fucked. Jared's fine. Eric's fine. Well, Eric won't have a job, but maybe he has saved yeah. enough. He'll, or he'll be funny. fine. Jared. You're funny. Jared will be fine. They'll move that nightcap yeah. to afternoons. Well, and I guess Tim has a radio. Like, he's got a show. That's not going to pay the bills. Doing one week a show. No. It's like Carrie Bradshaw writing a column for a paper weekly. <laughs> Oh, have you been watching and just like that? Do you enjoy that reference? I, I didn't want to make that reference because I knew you were going to bring it up. Oh, sorry. I knew that you're going to want to talk about it. I, would, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to dedicate, know if you're <laughs> dedicate a whole show. I yeah. don't want to watch it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I I, have you watched it? I, I watched. I'm watching clips. I'm not watching. I cannot sit through the show. It's too infuriating. You got to sit through it. Miranda's a. No, because it's not them. Miranda's more of a bumbling fool now. Like, it's just a fucking complete betrayal of character. What a fucking idiot. She's become a complete yeah. asinine moron. Because you can tell that Cynthia Nixon was given creative because she's like, I'm not coming back unless I get to write the character. It's like, okay, fine, do but it. Why wouldn't she want to be the strong Miranda Hobbs? Maybe that's her character arc. Maybe maybe the marriage chipped away at that and she lost her identity and has to read this because Steve was so awful to her. Uh, no. Because he's yeah, deaf now. Like an old coot. An old, rotten, broken down coot. Miranda. Steve is a I loser. I just want to stay home and eat ice cream. Um. Why does he sound like Cartman? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I went to stay home and it asked him. It sounded like um, Jimmy. No. Yeah, Jimmy, right? From South Park. I don't know. They're all the same to me. I watched maybe yeah. 12 episodes of South Park in my life. Oh, you should watch the new ones. They're so on point. And like, I know they do a good job. Yeah. I don't know what the reason is. I'm just not drawn to it. And if I watch, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay. That was nice. I feel like I check in with South Park every couple of years. And I'll watch like four. I'm like, wow, this show's so smart. And then, bye. <laughs> no, I don't come back for a while. Well, don't don't gamble money you don't have. Okay. I'm gonna shut down this Noted. fan duel account. <sighs> don't shut it down. No, have once a blast. I once did I, you actually bet anything today? Once I lose, not yet. I'm waiting for the starting lineups okay. to be released. <laughs> okay. Well, you can start making bets before the lineups are released, but that's dumb. Because sure. sometimes if you do parlay bets, there's a player involved. And if the player is not in the starting lineup, if they don't play at all in a game, then I think they void your bet. But let's say a player is not in the starting lineup and you say, oh, I need them to get a double. And then they come into the game as a pinch hitter and they only have one at bat. Uh, then that um, counts. So I just want to make sure the players are in the starting lineup before I place some kind of other bet. Okay, that's smart. That sounds smart. 
Good job. And once I lose this money, I probably won't gamble anymore because I, I feel gross when I lose money. I feel it in the pit of my stomach. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with betting. Good luck with maybe winning so that you don't have to shut it down. Maybe you'll keep winning. It'll be fun. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Thank you, everybody. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe yeah, it won't. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We love you. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Talk to you later. Bye.